I am good. I'm ready for this new decade. How's the family? The family is great. Um, everybody, well, I don't want to say everybody's kind of spread out right now. My son is off doing his thing with the grandparents. He's at Disney World, as we call it. That's that just means he's at his grandparents' house doing whatever the oh, hell he wants. Call it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's at Disney World. And um, yeah, so the girl is hanging out with us until she goes back to school. But how's yours? Same, same. Uh, we're trying to find out this or find our way in this new adult. Yeah. Thing. So he's still trying to figure stuff out. Hopefully we'll know by, I don't know, mid to late January what his specific immediate path will be. That's so exciting. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. So we have a special guest today. Yes, very excited. Miss Nikki Rose. Miss Nikki Rose. She is an author, a romance novelist, and she is coming today to share her story with us about, I guess, her path to writing yeah. and um, motivations the, and mm-hmm. yeah. And her content. So we want to go ahead and welcome you, Miss Rose. Well, thank you. I am so excited to be with you guys today. We're excited to have you. You're our second guest. I like this guest thing. I know. I know. I know. Takes the pressure off too. So, Miss Rose, I guess I'll let you start by telling the people what you want them to know. Uh, Well, I am Nicolette Rose um, by way of Nikki Rose. And I am a romance novelist from Atlanta, Georgia. My novels actually do take place in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I am somebody who has a very active imagination. I love love. I love romance. Um, and so I decided to put that on paper. Um, so I love my characters. I love the process of writing. Um, I love everything that writing does for me. It's therapeutic, it's healing. Um, and it's something that has helped me in some of my most difficult times as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, what makes you unique? Or what do you think makes you unique as a romance writer? Well, the first thing is that when we talk about romance, and especially when we're talking about African-American romance, um, there seems to be kind of a monotony or yeah. like a main theme. Um, yeah. If you're talking about your, and I love them, your Eric Jerome Dickies, your Zanes, your, you know, the storylines pretty much center around the same type of personalities and stuff. And so with me being as unique as I am as a person, just being different, um, I decided to do something different. I'm an avid romance reader I have you know like everything I've read you know I started out reading (laughs) Danielle Steele like my mom had all those novels Jackie Collins all of those people um I just wanted to create something that was good for my world Mm -hmm. um and so like my characters are not necessarily new to the world of literature, um, but they do have a fresh approach. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole damsel in distress till the man comes along type of thing, I kind of wanted to change that storyline up. Um, I wanted somebody who was who was powerful in her own element, mm-hmm. um, but also somebody that knew that she was worthy of affection at some point. 
Yeah. Um, even though, you know, like, and then in real life, we know that the odds work against us as black women. Yeah. Um, you know, especially as black educated women, when it comes to romance, when it comes to um, finding somebody to date, somebody that's that's with you intellectually. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get all of that in there. So I think it just gives the reader a fresh approach to romance writing and it still includes all the steamy scenes that we love you know because yeah. <laughs> I haven't read any of your novels yet and I plan to but I did read your short story yes. so I know who you were just describing was yes. Madeline mm-hmm. in that instance and she was one of the people that I was really drawn to because of what you just said basically yeah. like you know she's kind of like you know the person that Neo is talking about in his song <laughs> like yeah. you know I'm good by myself but we're forced when we're together type thing right. so um with the family and the husband who adores her but you know she's like I got my own money and I can pay for this to help exactly. my people out if I need to mm-hmm. so exactly. I really appreciated her being there and then just what were some of the um I guess influences for the men because in in creating women like that you created some men who supported them, you know, from right. like that that opposite juxtaposition, right, of being able to love these strong women. Like, what were some of the influences behind creating those characters? So, believe it or not, I um, I had quite a few male friends in high school that were very supportive yeah. guys. Um, so I used that, and of course, I had a couple in college too that that we're still best friends to this day, but they were always really supportive. Mm -hmm. And even though we never dated, I was never involved with any of them romantically. Mm -hmm. I took their personalities Mm -hmm. and kind of put that into each of the men Mm -hmm. that I created. Mm -hmm. And so like just that, you know, I know I might be the man of the house, but I also respect your role as a woman. And it's, you know, and it's not just, oh, you're going to cook and clean and take care of the kids, but it's more like, okay, if you want to go for this job position, Right. you know like I'm here for you or you know or if we have a problem we can settle it together like it just it started to come together like that and some of it is still made up but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it, most of it is comes from that inspiration from my male friends who yeah. were like really supportive of me you know mm-hmm. in anything that I do they were always supportive yeah and you say believe it or not like I totally believe it those <laughs> yeah. are the only men really in my life like I don't want to be around you otherwise so right. I get it <laughs> so you have three novels three novels so they're behind the mask mm-hmm. the mask revealed and the mask legacy yes and Madeline is the central character in all three of the novels she is however in a unique stance um both hers and Vince's viewpoints are in the novel so one chapter is hers mm-hmm. one chapter is his it, but it still continues it's just from different points of view mm-hmm. okay and so yeah, then that your short stories kind of explore the lives of the other characters in those novels right it kind of expands on the friends that they have that they've made through those three novels okay and even shows us the genesis of the yes, of the well, at least the guy's relationship mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah which was really good Right. I, and see, I guess I kind of started backwards because I started reading the short stories, too. Yep. And I was like, oh, she's writing from a man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's really the fact that you've gone back from the book and you've come back and you've called exactly. these characters. I love that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, I guess, what made you start writing? 
So it's so crazy. Back in 2012, I had a serious boyfriend, right? Um, and I actually thought we were going to get married and, you know, and live happily ever after and all that stuff. And so kind of abruptly, he broke up with me. So, you know, like I was... You know how it is during a breakup, like you're you're sad, you're just mm. like, okay, you know, why, what's wrong with me? You, right. you start going through that process. And I was just kind of like, wait a minute, you know what? Uh, if I want the perfect man, I'm going to have to create him. Mm. So mm. I started Behind the Mask as a short story. I was just going to, you know, because as, and I'll go backwards, as a kid, I wrote short stories. Okay. Oh, okay. So like if you go to my mom's house, she still has them. I used to just use inspiration from things I had read. Mm-hmm. And then I would come up with these characters and stuff like that. So I've been doing yeah. this for a while. Like fan fiction before yeah. it was a thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I started it as a short story. And I just wanted just something that would make me happy and something where I could kind of go back in my imagination and look and and just be like, okay, well, I can at least have it in my mind, you know, not to sound crazy, but (laughs) but just to just to have it in my mind, what it felt like to feel loved and feel good about the man in your life and what was going on. So um, I kept it a secret for a little bit. But then one of my close friends, um, I was just like, well, maybe I'll have her read it because she loves to read romance. And she was like, you really should turn this into a book. And I was like, you think so? I don't even think it's that good. You know, I was just like, I was just messing around and, you know, and just doing that. She was like, no, I think you need to expand this. So that kind of started the birth of it. I had a few more people read the actual short story just to get a consensus. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to expand it. So it took me... It took me a year to to really yeah. get everything together. And then once I learned how to do the self-publishing thing. Because I was going to ask about that, stuff, too. Like, yeah. that's a big deal. That's not right. something to just throw away. Exactly. But. So once I learned how to do that, and I just basically took the advice of people who had self-published before. And mm-hmm. they were like, go through this platform. This is who you can get to do your artwork. And all of that. Then it just it started to come alive. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, even if. I only have like a hundred readers. I think I've done my job and I think there's some people that truly do enjoy um, what I've written. So that yeah. makes me feel good that other people kind of find the characters easy to know and like, oh, I, I can totally relate to somebody like Madeline yep. or I can yep. totally see somebody like Ryan or any right. of those characters. Right. That makes me so happy and proud for you. I, I know. love these kind of self-motivated projects yeah. that highlight our strengths and our passions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they provide a venue for us to share that with the rest of the world. Right. That's fascinating. Right. And I think that kind of dovetails what we were talking about not too long ago, but April and I had a conversation about how people think that artists are looking for fame, mm-hmm. but a lot of times y'all just do it for the love of that art. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. highlights that as well. And so that's what the word amateur means. Right. Amateur means for the love. Right. And so just because I'm an amateur something does not make me that something. Uh, right, right, right. Well, or, but it doesn't, it also doesn't make you like less of right. whatever exactly. it is right. either, you it know? So yes. absolutely. So I think this is awesome. So then, Miss Rose, do you consider yourself to be an expert on romance? I don't. <laughs> Far from it. Well, who does? Um, but what I am an expert in is what I want in romance. Yeah. And yeah. so 
what I want in romance is somebody who appreciates me and loves me. And, you know, and that was that was how Vincent Marks was created. Mm. And I'll tell y'all a little side story. I actually have a huge crush on Vin Diesel, right? Oh, <laughs> his, oh, okay. I think his twin brother's name is Mark Vincent. So oh. I came up with Vincent huh. Marks. Interesting. That, <laughs> That's that. funny. So, um, like when I was coming up with the names, that was that was kind of where that came from. And so I was just like, just basically in heaven, writing about this man that looked like my celebrity crush and, <laughs> and who was giving me everything I needed and wanted. And so, definitely not an expert on romance, but what romance means to me, I'm definitely an expert in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what we all need to be. So, where is your continuous source of inspiration then for your writing as you continue writing? Because the short stories, those are as recent as this year, mm-hmm. but you started writing seven years ago. Right. So, surely the breakup is not still fueling your writing. No, it's definitely not. And nowadays what I do see is, you know, I'm especially a member of all these single groups and stuff. And I see what a lot of women express that they want or, Mm. um, you know, even a lot of men, like what they want out of relationships or, um, or even just out of the woman that they love, the appreciation, the, um, you know, and stuff like that. And I feel like there's so much negativity sometimes when it comes to women versus men. I hate to say that, but that's what it seems like sometimes, you know, that I've kind of wanted to create a positive environment for that. And the reason why my short stories kind of took a different direction instead of focusing on the steaminess and Mm -hmm. all of that and instead focusing on positive relationships is because I think we're lacking that nowadays Uh, you know so like with friendships and with with romantic relationships I think we need that positivity and you need to see well this is how our friendship started and five years later this is where we are we're different we've got children we you know or whatever not to give any spoilers but um Mm -hmm. but it's still the same in essence you know like of course we've grown but just to see how those relationships grow through the years that's the direction i wanted to take with those and we're still nurturing those relationships and helping them evolve which i appreciate it too when they like you said not to give spoilers but how they look back Mm -hmm. on once they've come basically so exactly yeah So what is your next step? What do you what do you plan to do next? So I've been thinking about a, a few things. I haven't come up with anything concrete yet. I need to say goodbye to these characters, which mm. is what I'm working on now. That's probably <laughs> hard. On, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be very hard. And, and, you know, that's one of the other reasons I wrote the short stories. I was like, oh, I'm not ready to let them go yet. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm going to do a final epilogue. Um, which I'm working on now and hopefully that's going to come out in the blog before the new year because it is a holiday story. Okay. Um, so that's going to be in essence 10 years after the friendships manifested from, you know, from the marriages. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited about that. I've been working on it while I was at home for the holidays. So I'm still working on that. And then I'm looking at some different projects. I don't know if I want to do another fictional book or if I want to go into some nonfiction stuff and talk about my journey, mm-hmm. just me. Um, so I'm just kind of still deciding and still brainstorming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions that you had posed when we had first started talking about having you on the pod mm. was how are you able to write these novels when you're single? Yeah, so single, single AF. 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 Single AF. And that's what we talked about. Um, 
So I've actually thought about that question mm-hmm. as, um, you know, like as I was preparing to talk on the pod with you and I was like, well, why do I, or how do I? And it's because I still have hope. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people lose hope. Um, I especially see it around the holidays. People are just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm single, you know, I'm giving up. I'm tired of this dating. I'm tired of doing this, but I still have like that glimmer of hope. So I think that's what keeps me fueled. And I still have fantasies and I, you know, and even though there's no perfect man, right. Correct. Um, there still <laughs> is a perfect situation for you. Correct. Right, right. You know, absolutely. And so like, however that may look for any a- individual, there's a perfect situation for you. And I believe that that perfect situation will manifest itself. Mm-hmm. So that's Jasmine what keeps Sullivan me right. Said he ain't right, but he just right for me. Exactly. Listen, that's a whole word. I can it tell is. you. Yeah. <laughs> From my own experience. That's yeah. just, and I mean, uh, I like your perspective on it because you know, people will get into the comparison thing and mm-hmm. trying to, well, they're doing this. So right. maybe, the, no, you find your perfect situation right. and you two figure out what that situation, yeah, what that looks, like. What that looks mm-hmm. like. So, yeah, that's that's a great perspective to have on it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say... Um, what made you, I guess you're living in Atlanta, and that's, mm-hmm. I was going to ask what made you want to base the story in Atlanta, but we're talking about couples in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like being single in Atlanta? Do you think that contributes to your perpetual singledom? Is that what I'm saying? Singledom? <laughs> Is that, yeah? Um, somewhat, but what I used, I think, was less of Atlanta for the people mm-hmm. and more of just a manifestation of people I knew right. to, to come up with the characters. The the character of Atlanta itself was just the city yeah. and the um and the happenings and you know, because what in one of my short stories I actually have a lawyer who's defending city employees. So like the situations uh, yeah. and stuff like that that are going on in Atlanta, I think Atlanta is its own character. character if yeah. that makes sense. Yep. And so the people were more just still like inspiration from my own life mm-hmm. and as I meet more people more characters join or more personality joins so to speak so um so yeah I don't think the people of Atlanta really inspire me as much as just the city so you so, love Atlanta yeah I do I am not a native but I've been here for quite a while mm-hmm. um but Atlanta was kind of I'm from a small town in Alabama. So Atlanta was our fantasy city. Yeah. It's the big city. Yeah. Yeah, It was like our Birmingham wasn't quite it. So, so when you wanted to go somewhere and especially living on the Alabama, Georgia line, that was where you went when you wanted to see a concert, when you wanted to, you know, when you wanted to do something exciting, Atlanta was the place. So, um, so I love Atlanta. Sometimes it's not very good to me, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what a relationship is. Right. Um, but I do huh. love what it represents. Right. The culture, you know, like the there's not one of the same person anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has their own individuality. Even if you look at our workplaces in Atlanta, there are so many different talents. There are so many different personalities and those different personalities sometimes go together really well to create something great and mm-hmm. I think that's what the character of Atlanta is all about mm-hmm. yeah I'm always a fan of anything that 
highlights the city in a great way. Yeah, 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 we're natives. So, you know, and I think, like you said, Atlanta's the, it's the southern, I don't want to say southern New York because it's Atlanta, but you know what I mean? But it is the Empire State of the South. Right, exactly. So from the perspective of what you were talking about, you know, if you Mm -hmm. live in the South, then Atlanta is the big big city. city. Yeah, it's the big city. So, um, So I can see that being... Kind of like people talk about with power, New York is is a character in the show Power. Mm, yes. So Atlanta makes a worthy character in a so story. Did y'all see Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live last weekend? It was <laughs> hilarious. Did you hear the I show? did. I did. I did. <laughs> I cracked up. I, I, did. I cracked up my laughing when I heard that. I went, uh, like, yeah, black people went back to Atlanta. I know. But they gentrified down here, yeah, Mr. Robinson. Exactly. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> my kids just wrote a whole paper on it. Well, some of them did. The rest of them got zeros. But they got <laughs> rest. <sighs> they got dubs for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That's the problem. But, well, yeah. well, yeah, that is a different episode. <laughs> anyway. So um, tell us more. I think you had mentioned that you were interested in, in taking your story writing or your, cultivating a podcast from, mm-hmm. your, from your blog and growing that. What what are your, or where are you with that process? Well, I'm actually getting the equipment together. That's exciting. And I've been working with um, Sister Bass Phone Studios, oh, okay. um, who's coming up with my theme song and all of that stuff. And we're trying to come up with a logo. So I am hoping by mid-January to get we started. We need a logo. Who is helping you with your, Sister Banks Bond is helping you with your logo? Actually, um, Mr. Johnson oh, is okay. helping us okay. with, with the logo. We got to talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Offline. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then that's the thing. He won't, you know, he won't break the bank with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm coming up with that. The thing is, I want to kind of figure out what my center is. Do I want to talk about the characters and do I want to talk about writing or do I want to talk about the issues that come up in the uh, in the novels? So I'm still in that process. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I said, I'm brainstorming and this is, I love holiday breaks because it gives me time to clear my mind and be like, okay, what do I need to work on outside of work? Right. You know, and so like, and it's something I enjoy, so it doesn't feel like work, you know, so it's just like, I'm excited about, you know, what the possibilities are reaching out to different types of people. And I think that honestly, there's so much that people want to talk about that they get silenced on Mm -hmm. that, you know, especially when you're talking about love and romance that, you know, there's different areas that try to silence you um, or try to make you believe that what you think is wrong. Um, And so I would love to create an open forum for mm-hmm. you know for people to express themselves maybe like a I don't want to do anything as messy as like a strawberry letter but, <laughs> but maybe okay. something something right. similar to that to where we can discuss it so um so I'll be updating you guys on that that'll be so um, exciting we'll love to have you back yeah home. that would be fun that would be fun right mm-hmm. so do you have something to share with the people so yes, I actually have an excerpt from the very first novel. This is my baby, my foundation. Okay. Um, so of course, I think people that have read my short stories but haven't read my novel know that the main couple is Madeline and Vince, or Maddie mm-hmm. and Vincent. Um, and so I wanted to read when she first met him. Okay. Um, the elevator dings, distracting me from my thoughts. As we step out, Alexis points Lacey to a desk equipped with a computer and all the office supplies she needs. Lacey cheerfully thanks her and mouths good luck to me. Alexis knocks on a mahogany door and my mouth drops open as our CEO opens it. 
Mr. Marks can't be any older than 35. He towers over me, probably a good 6'4 in height with muscles that would shame male models worldwide. His caramel skin gives him a healthy glow. His bald head shines in the light and he regards me with a set of deep hazel eyes. The gray suit and crisp white shirt he's wearing is perfectly tailored to his athletic build. Damn. I had always envisioned our CEO as an older married man, but he is definitely nothing like I imagined. My God, this man is fine. Mm. <laughs> so now Sweet. I see the Vin Diesel. Yep, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That okay. was, yeah, that's definitely something I so would want to read. So yes. that's when she met Vince. Yeah. And this is a, I want to say it's a sidebar, but what I appreciated as well mm. How do I put this? Hmm. Basically, I love that if you're reading the book, until you read like the descriptors mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. the names don't give you any indication right. as to what ethnicity anyone exactly. is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when you're talking, we, we meet in the um, short story, we meet Ryan and we meet Vincent and we meet Gus. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no idea. Maddie, like, you, yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You know what I mean? So I think that's really... And so that leaves that to your imagination Exactly. Well. Exactly. That, that was intentional in the short stories because I was like, if they haven't read the novels, then I want them to be able to envision the characters any way that they, they want. want. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, really use your imagination, which is what we're supposed to do when we're reading anyway. But, right. Yeah. And with Gus, like... I did make him obviously Hispanic, okay. <laughs> you know, but then you still don't know like what kind of Hispanic yeah. is because, yeah. you know, contrary to what people believe, there are different types of Hispanic Hello. people out there. <laughs> they so confused. People get so confused. Oh, you know my saying? God. What you mean Afro-Latina? Bitch, yes. what I said. <laughs> right. In the, in the year of our Lord 2020. Like, yes, exactly. Why, why are we still confused about this? Yeah. Because they don't understand the difference between race and ethnicity. Right. And that's what it comes down to. It does, right. most definitely. Um, so this sounds like a really good book club book. It makes me want to get back in one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Are you in a book club? I am actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that was the book that I referenced earlier that I'm reading. I'm having a hard time with. Oh, this yeah. would this would be a much better read for me. <laughs> it's my turn to make the suggestion. Yes, yes, it is. It is this Sunday actually. So yes, great timing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I hope y'all enjoy it. I I think that it's a really good story. And even if you're not a big romance buff, if you like action, yeah, if you like suspense, suspense mm-hmm. you'll still enjoy it. Yeah, you know because you can. And just kind of be like, okay, yeah, I get the point. And then, oh, okay, who is doing this and who is doing that? So I made sure to put those elements in there yeah. as well. When I first learned that you were a writer, because Nicolette, Nikki, Rose, and I do have a relationship um, mm-hmm. outside of this. When I first learned that you were a writer and you told me it was romance, I was hesitant yeah. because I, I did read Danielle Steele, like you said, as I was yeah. young. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of veered away from romance novels. Oh. So when I went and read the excerpts, I really appreciated. Was that you I was talking about? I don't think it was you I was talking to. I'm quoting Adina. Uh-uh. I appreciate the story mm-hmm. behind the romance. Yeah, like, me I, too. I've always like when it comes to watching porn, I'm like want to know the how to and the where. Like, yeah. How y'all yeah. get there? You know, exactly. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> I appreciate the background, the, story. The background yeah. story. And so your 
the short story. It's just the overthinker in her. But anyway. Given me, <laughs> my therapist was telling me that yesterday. She's like, you're so cognitive. I said, I can't help you it. You really are. You, <laughs> you think tur- about thinking. I'm you need to sorry. turn that shit off sometimes. But anyway, I'm just saying. Go Not, ahead. You know, it's never present. <laughs> and it makes porn so much more enjoyable. Uh, okay. Exactly. You say so. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I appreciate all things in life. It it appreciates me. You know, it appreciates me. It it helps me to appreciate the story more. Because now I know so much more about the characters and who they are. Yeah, I did like getting, like I said, getting to meet the characters, Mm -hmm. even like from how the relationship started and just understanding a little bit of how we got here Mm -hmm. and how they support each other. Right. Um, And I love even like Nathan and Madeline's Mm -hmm. relationship and their relationships with their partners. So... Um, yeah, I'm, I, I, and unlike April, I don't need as much backstory all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but I, I do, it. but I did, I did appreciate yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made it an easy, it made it an easy read. Yeah. And that's what you I've want. heard that compliment quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. You know, they're like so easy to read. Yes. Yeah, so very yeah. easy to read. Yep. And I appreciated how dialogue heavy yep. the short stories mm-hmm. were yep. because I, you know, there's a time to focus on the 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 imagery and mm-hmm. the the character development in terms of the, and the what they do and the action and then sometimes people interacting is just all you need yep. right yep and it sets up everything that mm-hmm. you need to know and for I me agree. the characters never shut up anyway so it's just yeah, <laughs> you know it's sure. when i'm when i'm writing I, you know, I hear the dialogue in my head and yeah. I'm, you know, and as much as you could be like, well, he told her no, that's not as much as when he's like, no, Actually you're not going to do this, yeah. you know? Um, so I was just like, I know it is, it seems more like a play than an actual short story sometimes because of the dialogue. But mm-hmm. I think, I think people can appreciate the conversation too. So I agree. I, I agree. I'm definitely glad to hear y'all say that. So yeah. who's your favorite character? My favorite yes. has to be Madeline because she's yeah. she's definitely my alter ego. Yeah. I think um, the confidence that she has, the and then the big heart that she yep. has as well, like you know, ever giving and you know, and also very brave. If you read the first book, like very brave, like kind of is hesitant at first about different situations, mm-hmm. but then is like, okay, girl, we got to get this together. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think that sometimes that is my thought process is that I'll be down and out and I'll be like, okay, you know, I need to not necessarily suck it up, but it's time to come up with a plan so yeah. we can get over this hump mm-hmm. and yeah. that kind of solution oriented thinking. So she's definitely my favorite next events, but I love them as a couple. Yeah. Um, what I, what they've become as a couple and I think they've just evolved like it's almost like magic to me how much they've evolved as a couple from my first encounter with them in the novel um, mm-hmm. versus like the third novel which is really deep into you know like things are not as perfect as they seem all the time and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah they are definitely my favorites yeah yeah I can see that I'm curious what your exposure to relationships were growing up I know you said you read a lot Mm -hmm. but what did you see in the world that told you how relationships should or could work well my uh, my parents have been together for 32 years so um so you know I looked at their marriage which I mean of course they they had rocks and and stuff like that and obstacles but 32 years who doesn't right um i also saw i also saw the opposite of Mm -hmm. that as well um and 
you know, in other family members where it was tumultuous relationships and stuff like that. And um, but mostly I was exposed to a lot of love and care. And mm-hmm. um, my um, I'll use an example. My grandfather, um, you know, he and his wife, he they were just they were just always like this this couple like and they they were like your typical country you know like mm-hmm. they had the cattle and all of that stuff but it was just like this typical little country couple that were you know and they would do their chores and mm. it was just like one of Ma those yeah, right, yeah right. definitely like ma and pa but um but i saw a lot of that like a lot of the taking care of each other mm-hmm. um, okay. and even now like um um, with my parents, my dad hasn't been in the best of health and my mm-hmm. mom has taken care of him. Mm-hmm. And so even seeing that element, um, seeing that, you know, the caregiver, the, um, you know, I'll support you, you support me. We're yeah. going to be together in this, you know, definitely for lack of cliche, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of that um, on top of the opposite. Do you think it's created in you higher expectations of yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think so. And not even, you know, like I know a lot of people talk a lot about money, you know, and he's the provider. But to me, providing is so much more than just providing an income to, to a household. Being a Absolutely. provider is, is providing love, is providing a safe home, Support, you know, yeah. and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And even just even just that assurance that, you know, if something happens to you, I'm going to be here, yeah. you know, or I'm going to try my damnness to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. Um, definitely that comes out in, in the novels is that, that perspective, you know, so I don't think a lot about income, which I know is important because, you know, money makes the world go round, but yeah. you know, the, the providing for each other, you know, providing those those emotions that healthy relationship mm-hmm. like, that's what i like to see so hopefully one day that will manifest itself for me mm-hmm. i think so <laughs> like it looks like you're putting it out into the world so yes that is um the most important part i say right. but <laughs> well i'm excited to see where your writing goes and me too <laughs> yeah. you should make me a character uh, I should. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about all that. Yeah, you never, you never know. You might come out in some of those characters. That's too many layers. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many layers. Hey, wait, now you're thinking about Shrek. <laughs> the onion, the onion. The onion. Yeah. Um, I think you should tell us how we can find your books For sure. and your blog. Okay, so um, you can definitely find my books on Kindle and paperback on Amazon.com. Um, you can actually go to Amazon.com slash author slash Nicolette Rose. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at Nikki Rose for you. Um, my blog is Nikki Rose for you at uh, dot blogspot.com. My short stories are all there and at no cost to you. And so if you want to get an introduction yeah. to the characters and then figure out, okay, I need to read some more, then you can head back on over to Amazon. And yeah. Nicolette is one L. Right. And two, two T's. T's. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I put in the two L's and I got somebody weird. Yeah. That was not true. <laughs> so Nicolette, one mm-hmm. L, two T's, two T's. Rose mm-hmm. on Amazon. And mm-hmm. Nikki is two K's. Nikki is two K's. Yes. So, but we'll put it in the notes. How, I love that name. What is the 
origin of, of your pen name. It is so, so strange. So <laughs> I used to watch, I don't know if you guys ever watched it, Big Love. Did you guys ever watch Big I Love? I think I watched a couple <laughs> the, of... The, the polygamous, yeah, yeah, the polygamous yeah, 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 sex. So mm-hmm. my favorite character was Nicolette because uh, she always caused trouble. She, okay. But she, she caused trouble, but she always did it in her own weird way in the name of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, Nicolette, that's a really good one. And I did Rose because I was thinking of romance as being a rose you know Mm. so like I was like I'm gonna put those two together and then Nikki kind of came later when um, I started doing some readings and stuff like that and you know and like people would introduce me and Nicolette Rose and I was like I think Nikki Rose would sound better Mm. so um so I just wanted to shorten it a little bit for purposes like that and then it just became a whole thing like with Instagram and stuff like that. Because when I heard you were Nikki Rose, because my middle name is Nicole. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Lord. My middle name is Nicole. Mm-hmm. And people have often called me April Rose mm-hmm. because it's Rose is close to my last name. And I was like, yeah. that would have been a perfect name April for me. Rose. April Rose. <laughs> so for a mm-hmm. long time, I went by Spring Rose. Mm-hmm. But then I, I dropped the Spring and I kind of dropped the Nicole, but all of my, my alter ego's name is Onika. Onika. <laughs> And that because Nikki said her nickname is Nikki, but her name ain't Nicole. And I said, well, my name is Nicole, so I'm going to be Onika. <laughs> she, just, she just made my brain hurt <laughs> with all that. What's your alter ego name, Dina? Dina. <laughs> because Dina is not my government name. It is not. Ooh, so. like, it took me a long time to stop calling you by your government name, but That's, nobody calls you that. Um, well, actually, some pe- the people that I don't really know or like do. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's another reason I told you you had to convert. But oh, anyway. Well, I guess yeah. that's a thank you then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, nobody calls me that anymore. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah, if you call me that, then I know you have a certain space in my life. So. Right. <laughs> But anywho. All right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Rose. <laughs> thank thank you. you for having me. I'm so I'm excited. So excited to talk to you guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll have you back when, Absolutely. We, when we have yes. a chance. Or have us when you yes. Yes. Most definitely. Have that would be a really fun conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could be on the other end answering your questions. Exactly. All right, people. So we're going to tell y'all the same stuff we always do. Find <laughs> us on Instagram at Spice Sweet Tea. Mm-hmm. You can email us if you have any questions or if you're trying to reach Nikki Rose or anything. You can email us at Spice Sweet Tea Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. Um, and I believe there are some transitions coming up yes. with um, Where to Hear Us. So just be patient with us and we will keep you posted. Anything else? But Apple and Spotify will be... Apple and Spotify will, will be, be there, but space. there might be a little bit of a delay yeah. in the transition. We will keep you posted. Just be patient. And um, that's all for y'all.